Welcome everyone. I am so excited today because I have a special surprise guest that showed up out of nowhere, just pulled up in my driveway and said, hey, I'm here. No, it wasn't like that, but I only had a few days notice. Um, and we've, we've got a special episode of Tank Talk here for you because he agreed to sit down with me to talk about a very particular topic. I am talking about Mark Beavers. Uh, he is the what did you say your title is again? Uh, Director of Business Development. For Custom Aquariums. Uh, and what, you just say it, introduce yourself. <laughs> yep, again, Mark, I'm with, well, three parts to the company, Custom Aquariums, Custom Cages, and Vision Products. Again, like you said, probably see me at some of the Aquashella shows if you've been there. Um, my job is to make sure we sell stuff. Uh, we, uh, I work with uh, businesses, stores, and then our big time influencers like John over here to uh, promote our products, um, whether it be the aquariums, our cages, um, our rack systems, things like that. Um, and again, it, I was gonna be in the area. I thought, why not come over and check out his stuff? He has a few of our tanks and a few other things coming up. So I thought it was a good opportunity to get in here and uh, check things out. Yesterday, you visited my favorite fish store on the planet. Correct. You went up there and saw Mark at Aquariums Unlimited. He's got some of your stuff there. What a, it's an amazing store. I think uh, you've talked about it. Jay Wilson over at CJ told me about it too. And I was just like, well, again, going to be in the area. I got to check it out. Um, he's also opening a reptile side, Reptiles Unlimited. It's already um, open. Already, yep. Yes, yes. Their grand opening is August the 12th. Next Saturday. Yes. I will, will be there. Will this come out by then? Uh, yes. Okay. So we can promote it a little bit. Um, he has a few of our products there. They set up three of our hybrid units for their reptiles, and then also a palliadarium, which something we don't have in here. Yeah. We might have to find space for at some point, but uh, we'll get back to that. Uh, so <laughs> uh, definitely if you're in, what is it? The Rit no, Virginia, Virginia Beach. Beach area, make sure to go check that out. The aquarium store is amazing. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've seen an aquarium store like that anywhere. I agree. Um, it's, it blew my mind. Um, and then the reptile side for a reptile store, you don't, unfortunately there's some bad fish stores. There's even more bad reptile stores. I hate to say it, but I've heard that, um, it, it's this, this place is amazing. You're going to find anything that you need and self promotion. If you need to order anything from custom aquariums or custom cages, you can grab a catalog from them and uh, get it, get to. Yeah. Because they team. are, they are a retailer of your product as well as being somebody that uses the product. Correct. Yep. Exactly. Nice. Yeah, that store is, um, I've only been to one store that comes even close, which is Fish Gallery yeah. in Dallas. I would, they are on the same level. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you, did you go to the event there at the last Aquashella on the Friday night? I don't. Not this year, but the year before, which I heard was similar, similar okay. setup, walk around, check everything out. I mean, yeah, that thousand gallon fish tank they have, the Fly River Turtle Pond. It's like is it more way bigger than a thousand gallons oh. yeah i want to say it's like 2800 or something okay. like that yeah. or, and then they have like a thousand gallon holding tank underneath it that's right that's okay. what that's i heard what I yes okay that's what i was thinking of probably but yeah i there's not much that can compete with them either in regards to that everything's bigger in texas though they say uh, right? yeah so, I mean, that's, maybe that's why but you know what the store there you know they have that one tank that's bigger but the store itself is smaller than uh aquariums unlimited and reptiles uh, is he calling it reptiles reptiles unlimited, unlimited. okay yep, i yep. didn't know that yep. um if you're wondering what i'm doing here i'm switching the cameras back and gotcha. forth uh but 
Yeah, I, you know, I've spoken so much about uh, Aquariums Unlimited and, and Mark in particular, and he, we can't talk about it. It's still a top secret thing, but him and you and a little bit me organized a very special uh, surprise for Lisa that came last week that uh, I'll be setting up on Saturday, tomorrow, and I'm very excited tomorrow. about it. That's yeah, I it's gonna be a pretty cool project. I think everyone's gonna be pretty excited about it. I don't know if as excited as Lisa is about it, but <laughs> probably um, not. I saw some of the sneak peek video of her receiving it and she seemed to be very surprised and very excited. It's something she's been talking about since the first Aquashella in Orlando. Twenty twenty one. Yes. Yep. And so this has been a long time coming. It just worked out that Mark and you have become closer mm -hmm. and he wanted to help out. We wanted to help out. And uh, I think others are going to be benefited by this too. So I think it's going to be pretty cool. Yeah. I, he called me and he said, okay, look, I've been talking to the other Mark, which is, can get a little confusing it does. Yeah, <laughs> talking <we're>... to multiple <laughs> marks, yes. but he said, we want to do this are you okay with it? And I'm like, uh, duh. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, you know, it just so happened to work out that we had that delivered with our new, let me rephrase that Lisa's new yeah. tank, which is sitting right there has not been seen online yet, but, uh, it was perfect that we got both of those delivered, but was the, what was the challenge was, like tricking Lisa into believing that there was something else in that second crate, right? Which was not easy to do, but she believed it. I was, I told her, I was like, well, maybe they put the filtration in there or something. I didn't know. Um, but yeah, that worked out really good. Thank you for that. Uh, and, uh, you and Mark are, you and the other Mark are both amazing people for organizing hey, again, that. So it was something that he wanted to do when he brought it up. I had to let him know, Hey, I, Sure, this is something that she has been wanting for a while. Uh, so it got me excited that he was going to be excited about it. I remember texting or calling you, and that was the big challenge, too, was how do we keep it a secret from <laughs> right. her? Yep. And, and, it, ship, and it absolutely and was. ship something to you without her knowing what was coming. Um, so, again, I, I think everyone's going to be pretty excited about when they see it. One of the interesting things that happened with that was when it was coming off of the truck, there was a huge piece of paper on it that said Aquariums Unlimited. Okay. Which I understand completely why it said that. Yep. But I was, it was just Mark and I at the back of the truck and Lisa was off filming us. And I was like, we got to get that off of there. Right. If she sees that, she's going to be like, what in the world? Right. Why would that be from Aquariums Unlimited? This is confusing. But yep. the driver ripped it off and, and it was all good. But good. That, good. that's going to be a video coming out very soon. It's unlike anything we've ever done on our channel. And uh, I have this Mark and the other Mark to thank for that. So yeah. it's very exciting. But let's talk about the other thing that was delivered that day. That thing. The big thing there, uh, which fits so perfectly in that space and looks so sad not having water in it. Hey, it'll get there. It'll get there. Lisa said she's not going to rush it. I think that's a good thing. I don't think that many fish tanks should be rushed, especially one of that size. The, the other thing that you talked about, the, the surprise thing, you know, you talked about having talked to her about that for, for years. Well, this has been probably two years in the making. 
This has been a few years in the making, that's for sure. I remember we've changed the size a few times. Not much. We kind of knew the shape, right? We knew it was going to be a cube. Right. We knew kind of rough dimensions, but I think we there was something that we changed about it right beforehand, and we're like, okay, this is going to be better. This is why we waited. We made it to fit where it's going to go. And she's changed. I don't think she's announced it, but she's kind of changed her mind about what's going to go in it. Yeah, and that's going to be a secret too, right? So that's <laughs> that's the fun part too. Is it's not even going to be what I thought it was going to be, right? But she showed me her her envision of it and her design, and I'm excited about it too. Yeah, the original plan was to put that tank together for discus, and it is a footprint that is almost made for discus. It, I mean, it's perfect. And uh, do and they then, know what size it is? Um, I've talked about it before. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, it is a four foot by four foot cube that's 30 inches tall um which is that just screams discus yeah. or or you know there's a lot of things that screams but she came to me out of the blue and was just like you know what i think i want to do blank so, yep and i was like okay because <laughs> you know she wants to venture into your world is kind of what she said. Well, but that's going to make people think that she's getting Oscars. It is not <laughs> Oscars. <laughs> it's not Oscars. Uh, Oscars are mine. I'm not <laughs> letting her have those. But, uh, but yeah, it is a... When she said going from discus to this, not only was I excited because it's a particular fish that I love, but also if you imagine a tank full of the... Nothing but those yes. fish... That is a pretty striking thing. Mm -hmm. And I think people are going to go absolutely bananas when they see that. Uh, I can't wait. I'm, I'm just as excited about it as she is. We went to Nags Head, North Carolina, which, no, that's not where you're going. You're going farther south. But yep. we're about an hour and a half from Nags Head. There is a driftwood man out there. Uh, the driftwood man? Literally calls himself the driftwood. In fact, I think his address or his website is the driftwood man i think okay. i could be wrong this is a guy that does nothing but sell malaysian driftwood spiderwood manzanita all that stuff okay uh we've gone to him a few times we went to him the other day specifically for this tank and lisa spent probably an hour and a half picking out going through piles and piles and piles and the guy was so gracious about it he was just like hey Take your time. Do whatever he you want He was just do. excited that somebody else was like, that excited about Driftwood. That's probably true. As the Driftwood man. <laughs> right. <laughs> right? Yeah. He's been doing this for a long time. In fact, it, it's kind of funny. The the photo on his website that he has of himself mm -hmm. is from like 1987. <laughs> so when I showed up there for the first time, I was expecting to find this young guy and he's not, not that. Not anymore. <laughs> and I was like, hey, you know, you might want to. Uh, you might want to check into that. Yeah. Uh, but the business is awesome. And he, all he does is sell driftwood primarily to stores and stuff like that. Say, is it just like a pickup only kind of thing or does he? No. Okay. No, he ships. Uh, in fact, I, I think Mark buys from him. Okay. Uh, there's another store in Richmond, Virginia called schools of fish that buys from him. There's a, there's stores all over the country that buy driftwood from this guy. And, uh, but I don't think he sells very much direct to consumer. Gotcha. But we are a retailer. We buy driftwood from him to sell to on sell. our website. Right. So we have that, uh, that access to that. And when you sell it, are you selling it as the, what do they call it? Wissy wig or like where you 
put specific pictures of as i've seen that that's kind of like been a new thing where people are doing that but i can't imagine the time that would take yeah no i i am not doing that nor will i do yeah, that it's okay. basically it's, it's what you see is what you get or no no it's the not, opposite okay, yeah. of what you see is what you get yeah um you know we put up a, a nice photo of driftwood and we say it's going to be this approximate size. size. Okay, good. Um, yeah. And what I do sometimes, if you've ever seen a big pile of driftwood, you get down towards the bottom. A lot of it is just like straight pieces that don't have much character. Mm -hmm. I'll just send like three or four of them. Actually, and, and people can configure them the way they want them. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, we're not here talking about driftwood. I, I brought that up because we spent that time and went down there for that tank in particular. Uh, which we got from custom aquariums this is not folks a hour or whatever long advertisement for custom aquariums i mean it is but it's also it can be applied we're, we're just talking about custom aquariums but we happen to be talking about custom aquariums with a guy that works for a company named custom aquariums it can get a little confusing sometimes because <laughs> The name says what we do. It's mm -hmm. a big part of our business. But yes, when you, you mention custom aquariums, it is what it, you know, it, it just, it, it naturally happens that you're gonna, that our company comes up, which it's a good thing for uh, searching on, uh, online to, uh, to get to us. But you, yeah, you talked about, you know, we were kind of talking earlier about custom and how it, how it relates to what you buy, what you purchase and what you're gonna spend. Um, and you had some questions about that. Or I did. Uh, and the first question that I had was who is buying tanks from you? And I, I don't mean stores or, or consumer. I mean, like, who is the person that says, okay, I have a 125 gallon. I'm ready to ramp it up a bit. Yep. Um, wh what is, what is, what are, what is somebody looking for when they come to you? Like, not a beginner. Right. No, but I, I, what is your clientele? I guess right. is the best way of asking that. And I tell this to a lot of people. We're not a first time aquarium owners company. It just, that's not who's purchasing from us for a couple of different reasons. It's cost. We talk about it. Our aquariums are built to order. We're not stockpiling. When someone calls us and says they want a 180 gallon aquarium, we're gonna ask them 14 different questions about that 180 gallon aquarium to get them exactly what they want. And usually it's because they had a 180 gallon aquarium before and they something happened to it or they just didn't like the quality of it. And then there's the customer that wants it to be 71 and a half inches instead of 72 inches, or they want it to be drilled in 14 different spots, <laughs> or they want the back to be blue, the, the side to be white, and the front to be pink because they're going to the Barbie movie or something. But, <laughs> no. but it, you know, and so that's where the people that are coming to us, they either want something that's higher quality than they get at a traditional off-the-shelf store, or they need something specific that they can't get again from buying it from a retail location. Um, and that's, you know, that's been our focus. We're not building thousands of aquariums a month. We're building, you know, customers come to us, they tell us what they want, that's what they're gonna get. You'll see when you order from us, you're gonna sign off on 14 different pieces of paper. I've done it. You've done it. And, <laughs> and, but it's that reason. We have three people that check it before it even gets touched in our glass shop to make sure that that's what's going out the door. We wanna get you exactly what you're looking for and, and we take the procedures to make that happen. 
Yeah, it is a very advanced, uh, maybe advanced. It's it's a very what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, it's it's a it's a whole process. It's a pro it's a structured process, and, and it's smart because yeah, you can't reshape glass once right, it's cut. Right. So exactly, and it'd be a waste of our time if we do because again, yeah, if if someone cuts something wrong. You know, you've almost ruined a piece of glass at that point. And, right. You know, to cut it again and we bevel, edge, polish, do all of that on every side. So if it gets to stage five and it's wrong, we're starting over and that's not worth yep. it for us. Um, and so we've, you know, we've put in those processes. They've changed. I've been there for six years. There's been processes before me. They've changed over the years to make sure that we are getting people exactly what they're looking for and, and doing it efficiently at the same time. I just thought of a interesting question i i've been to the facility yep and uh what is it called it's i wanted to say madison but nope, that's no nope. the facility's in nina wisconsin it's outside of appleton green bay okay i think the airport that i flew out of was appleton okay yeah it was yep. real small yep, appleton. Yep. It, it was it was an adorable airport yes. <laughs> um but I've been to the facility. I know it looks very different now because you've built some, not you personally, but the company has expanded quite a bit. Um, but what I didn't see when I was there was the, like, the pieces that were cut wrong. I mean, obviously, a company like yours doesn't make mistakes. But what if you have that situation where things, for whatever reason, don't go right? I didn't see, like, you and I talked before we started recording here. We don't throw things away. We, we're hoarders. Yep. We keep things. I've gotten better at that. But right. uh, where is that stash of, you know, the misfit toys there? Or is there such thing? You just throw it away. No, I mean, there's a pile in the corner with lots of different pieces of glass that are either, you know, cut wrong or they're too small to use for a project or you know we're going to use them for something and then you know something changed customers change their mind we allow it but you're going to pay a little bit of money you know if if i have already cut the glass put the holes in it and you want to make a change you're going to pay for that piece of glass but you know what that's the nice part too is if you've changed your mind or something changed on what you're trying to do there can be that option. I'm not going to encourage it. I don't want you to call me two days before it's supposed to be delivered. <laughs> and, you know, but again, it, the, that's the good part is that since we're hand building these, putting each together, you know, there is a little bit of room for, for moving that. But um, yeah, we're going to reuse as much as we can. If we cut a piece for 84 inches and then we need one for 72, sure, we could cut that down and, and redo it. But um, sometimes material is the cheap part. You know, the labor and the time right. is where you're really putting and in the machinery. These. Right. And so, you know, sure. Does some stuff get thrown away? Yes, but it gets recycled. That's the cool part, you know, and we do that. But um, the land of misfit toys, you know, you'll see on our website, we have a discount section where there are a couple tanks pop up here and there. Those can either be customer orders that they change their mind and we've already gotten past the point of redoing it. They've canceled the order and we might have, you know, put it back on the shelf to try to sell. Um, or, you know, we get tanks we we have a service side so you know sometimes those tanks go through the service and then they're available for sale and things like that so but yeah it's true we get people all the time asking where are these extra tanks that you have that somebody messed up on and again because we're hand building them because of those checks and processes we go through there really isn't that many you're not making is, those mistakes which is a good thing you know i, right. I, I don't want to have 100 aquariums out there that have weird holes drilled in them or <laughs> silicone that's not you know applied properly and things like that so well, that that tank that's sitting behind you, which you were involved in in me getting that the one that looks so, so bad right now. I've got substrate coming for that tank next week to to solve the problem in that tank. But that that tank was your show display tank. 
right? This one came to the last aquatic experience, which, which was, was 2019. I don't even. I couldn't even tell you the year. I, I'm the. I am the worst. My girlfriend will tell you the worst with years. I still think it's 2020 in, <laughs> in every year. You know, I, I think, think it was 2019 was the last one. Okay. Yeah. In Secaucus. Is that where it was? Sure. Yeah, it was Secau- in New Jersey. Yep. <laughs> this is the one we had set up. We had that robot fish swimming through it for the right. show. Yep. yep. Um, but yeah, this was that tank. Um, you've had it for what? Three. Uh, well, it was. Pro- mm. So if that was 2019, I got it pre pandemic. Okay. Oh, so maybe uh, it was 2018. That show was then. I don't know. I mean, I don't even Time. remember. Yeah. Like, we went through two or three years. And it's just kind of a blur yeah. at this point. You, you pulled up here, and I know you pretty well. You had to introduce yourself because I didn't remember <laughs> you. My memory is so bad. Yeah. I'm totally joking. Yeah, of I, course, I knew who Mark was. But yeah. uh, if it wasn't for Mark, I wouldn't have three of the tanks that are in here because you weren't involved in this one. This one was that before was before, you. That was before Mark, before my time. But then, but my yellow lab tank, which I'm very disappointed. He has not commented yet on how good it looks. I was um, waiting for now to tell you how good it looks. <laughs> and the, the rock stacking uh, just looks amazing. I remember you calling about that concerned yes. a little bit of, I told did, probably told you to use fake rock or something instead, but no. I, well, no. I, I called, I called you and Ted. I called Ted. Yep. Um, and I, I believe I reached out to both of you at the exact same time. So there was no preferential <laughs> treatment there, but you, d- you both gave me the go ahead with, uh, with the assurance that the rocks are not going to be sitting on the glass and they're not, they're, yeah. they're no, sitting on the sand. Again, it, I really, you know, personal opinion. I don't think it, it would be too much of an issue as long as you know that you got really flat surfaces you know, there's the little glass is glass, right? It's fragile. The littlest things can cause issues. So yeah, I think we said put something underneath, right? Distribute the weight out a little bit to ensure that you just don't have any pressure points that are going to cause issues. Ted had actually suggested putting, uh, which I'm sorry, Ted, I love you, but I did not do that. Ted Judy is who we're talking about, uh, former uh, rep there at Aquatic Ex- or what yeah. <laughs> at Custom, Custom Aquariums. Yep. Uh, he had suggested putting like light diffuser or something. Great. Yeah, that's I've seen that a lot. I, I didn't do it. And yeah. it's not because I'm like, screw Ted, I'm going to yeah. do what I want. I just there's three inches of sand in there and it's not like fine powder sand. It's the the uh, African cichlid mix from Carib Sea, So it's very dense. Yep. And it's you know, the rocks are sitting on there. I haven't had any issues, but I'm not going to lie. If I need to move a rock, it's pretty daggone scary, I especially bet. now that they're covered in algae. Yeah, they're a little slippery. A little, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that scares me to death. But anyway. No, the tank does look amazing. I agree. How many are in there? In well, the we, sta- <laughs> we started with 60. Um, we have had two pass away. Okay. Uh, we got that tank in 2020. But there's also been some funny business going on. Okay. There. So there might be more that we don't know about yet that are in the like rocks. these tiny ones at the bottom the smaller ones at the bottom those were original or do you think those, those were... uh who do i have the camera on so he's referring you can't really tell in the camera here there are some very small ones and if you're watched if you're listening to the audio version of this I, i'm sorry to you can't see it but there is a there was seven babies that lisa took out of that tank she took the female out mm-hmm. put them in a 10 gallon tank she spit them out and there were seven babies that uh, she eventually put in there. Okay. So we started with 60. We lost two. We added seven. I'm not going to do that math. And there might even be more in there that uh, 
that you know we just don't know about yep. yet. Cool. Because this tank behind me, my peacock and hap tank, you can look around the rocks in there. There's fry everywhere. Yep. Um, but the yellow labs, I, I don't know if they've done that. Both of these tanks are custom aquariums tanks. Yep, and those um, are both 240s? Yep, they're both yep. the identical footprint, uh, which is the 72 by 24 by 30. 30 tall, yep. yep. Uh, Just taller stand. And then you have the caster cart on the... That's right. That one? Okay. And I wish I had it on all of them. That's the best thing ever. It, it was something that had been dreamed about for a while. And again, a lot of the things... And maybe people don't know. We have a service side to our company called Serenity Aviary and Aquarium Services. We focus on uh, nursing homes, senior care facilities. We only offer cichlids, and we only offer a certain, certain type of birds for the aviaries. It makes it easy for the reps. It's serviceable. It's quantifiable. Everybody's doing the same thing. the same thing, right. But what's cool is that a lot of the things that have been developed by the owner in our company are because of the service side. The seamless sumps, they're indestructible. You can't put in an acrylic sump into somewhere that, that could get damaged and get kicked and break and the seals fail. So that's where that came from. Caster cart, same thing. Inevitably, you put in a tank at a nursing home, doctor's office, and like that, set it all up. It's looking beautiful running. They'll call you. Hey, we need to change the flooring. Can you send <laughs> someone out to move the tank? They're like, move it where well you can move it down the hall and we're <laughs> going to do the flooring and then you're going to come back and then move it again well how many guys is that going to take on a 240 gallon tank two three guys yeah at least, at least yeah. i would say four yeah but, but you know and so then you got to drain it you got to you know so they came up with these caster carts they're rated for the weight of the aquarium you can drain it we tell people two-thirds quarter way down move the tank fill it right back up now it's back up and running within an hour right. instead of I got to have buckets. I got to move. I got to get rid of this water. I got to take down the tank. I got to take the fish with me or, you know, same thing, move it to have four guys to move it, set it back up. So now we can send a one or two reps if needed. They can move it themselves, set it back up. It's back going within an hour. Two weeks later, the flooring's done. Now we can come back and move it again. Um, it's pretty ingenious. It's pretty amazing. And again, yeah, it's become more popular for people that may have to move their tank at some point. I, I know for me, I've utilized those casters on this. This the only tank that I have that are on the casters. I've used it multiple times, including when I, when we moved into this building, that tank was originally like three feet away from the wall, okay. that wall. Okay. So yep. it, I had to move it down three feet so you know i left about that much water in it left the fish in it yep and just rolled it down practically with one hand rolled it down to closer up against the wall uh but this one that's not on the casters wasn't so wasn't easy. easy right yeah. i ended up uh my my youngest son and uh one of his navy friends they came here and we picked it up and put it on pvc pipe and rolled, rolled it up. down which sounds ridiculous but this concrete is not finished it's rough uh -oh. so the tank was basically stuck like I, we couldn't push it yep. all three of us trying to push it and i was afraid pushing it was going to possibly damage the stand yeah, smart so we just rolled it on pvc like the uh, egyptians used to do <laughs> when they moved their rocks yep. and it worked beautifully but yep. but okay so the your your clientele are people that are not looking for something that they can go to PetSmart and buy. Right. Um, 
But an interesting question just popped into my head. How many people buy tanks from custom aquariums that are identical, not obviously not in quality, but the same exact footprint as that 125, 72 by 18 by 22 or whatever it is. How many people do that just because they want the extra quality? Right. No, it's it, 100% true. You'll get, they have a 180 gallon aquarium. They have a 125 gallon aquarium. They're not, they don't need to upgrade in the fact of making a, getting a larger tank. They just want a better quality tank. They want a better quality stand. They want certain type of, again, we talked about ultra clear glass. They want it painted. They want holes drilled. So, you know, they've had, maybe they've had that 180 gallon tank for 10 years and they're like, you know what? I'm a little worried about this. I want it, but I, but I like the size. I like how it is. So yes, there's, I can't tell you how many times people call and say, I need a 72 by 24 by 24, or I need the big one is the 72 by 36 by 30, which was something ending with a land company that had a lot of problems with their seals breaking or starts with Marine ends with land. Oh, yeah, no, <laughs> no, but we can take speaking that. in code. Yeah, there. no, we can, but no, it, it's just, but as you said, we get a lot of people that they already have their size determined because they've either had that same size tank and yes, they want to replace it with something of higher quality and, or they need something specific done to it that they can't go purchase just off the shelf at a store. You know, a lot of times when you look at things, when you compare average to above average, and I don't mean for this conversation to be going weird, but, right. uh, you know, for example, the, the tank that you can buy off the rack at PetSmart, I quite literally am looking as we speak at that scenario right now. I'm looking at a custom one right next to the, uh, the, the store-bought one. The store-bought one's a fine tank. I've had that tank sitting on top of that rack right there for 13 years and never had any issues with it. Yep. Uh, and I bought it used. So you don't even know what the person did with it no. before. Yeah. I, I think he said he had it for like four years, never had any issues with it. However, and again, the, the people listening on audio aren't able to see this visually, but the difference is dramatic. When you look at one, the store-bought one, at and then you compare it to the custom there is no comparison it is night and day uh you can see it in the thickness of the glass the thickness of the silicone the straightness of the silicone i know how silly that sounds but it makes a difference you can absolutely see it and i appreciate that peace of mind yes no and there's something to say there's uh, there's a need for cheap aquariums it's how we all got into the industry. Mm -hmm. I didn't, like I said, our customers are not buying, they're not first time customers. I started with a 29 gallon aquarium 20 some years ago, right? If I wouldn't have bought that, and I got it for free from a neighbor, right? If I wouldn't have got that tank, I wouldn't be where I am right now. Yep. I, I can guarantee it. If I That's didn't have family members story. that didn't have an aquarium and I fell in love with it and thought it was the coolest thing ever, I wouldn't be there. And you know what? If I had 50 aquariums, unless I work for this company, they're not all going to be custom made. They're mm -hmm. going to be off the shelf ones because in for stores, it's the same thing. If you are buying a bunch of tanks or need a bunch of them and you can buy standard sizes, you don't, it, it doesn't really make sense And there. So there's a need for them and maybe you're only going to use them for five years. But if you're looking, if you're going to put one tank in your house and you want it to last for 20, 30, 40 years, that's where, us and other companies that are in our same category are here for 
Because again, we want to provide a higher quality product and give the customer exactly what they're looking for. It, it's just like, you know, you look at custom cars, look at custom toys, things like that. There's a need for the cheaper stuff. There's a need for the mass produced stuff. It gets people into the hobbies. But eventually, if you're going to stick with it, you're going to want something that's a little more specific to exactly what you want. And you want that higher quality that, and you're willing to pay for it. And again, we talked about cost. We're not going to be the cheapest. We're not trying to be the cheapest. Or it's going to be more expensive, but you're going to get exactly what you're looking for. Do you, do you have an issue talking money? Is that something that you can say no? What, no? As far as like, if we were to talk about what these would cost. Do you know? Um, Off the top of your head? No. I, mean, I can look it up, but no, I don't, I don't care. I, I mean, well, it, our website is, no, that's, we... We've, that's true. They we can go right on the, there and see it. Yeah, I mean, we've gotten to the point that we want to we want to be as upfront with pricing as possible, because we don't want to sticker shock people. I don't want you to come to us think you're going to spend two grand and turn out to be five. Right. I want, I'm going to lose a customer at that point. So, our, you know, you can literally go to our website and build your tank start to finish, and know exactly what it's going to cost you in the end. Yeah, and it's very nice because. You, it's a, it's a configuration tool that you put your email address on. They do not spam you. I, I've done it a hundred times. I've never gotten an email. Nope, there's no spam. Nope. It's just uh, to be able to store it so that when you go back into it, you can pull right. that up. And it's fun because someone will say, hey, I got, I got a build that I'm working on. It's under you know, John's new awesome tank. But then you'll have 42 other ones in there. And it's just, <laughs> it's kind of fun to see, you know, that how many iterations that people have looked at, yep. what they're kind of do, you know. And so, yes, I can access it. You can reaccess it. It is good because again, if you have two or three, two or three different sizes, shapes, configurations that you want, you can jump back into there and be able to find those, make those changes. Most people aren't buying a tank in a day, right? No one's calling oh, yeah. and saying, hey, I'm ready. You know, they're, they're going to have questions. They're going to have changes. You're going to move it around. And so that's what's nice to be able to, you know, here's my three options. And then tomorrow I'll look. I, I'm going to change my mind. I want this to be 24 inches instead of 22 inches. I want this to be black instead of white. And so it's just nice to be able to save those in there, play around with it. And then when you're ready to make the decision, those, you know, those options are there for you. Yeah, I, I want to say, and I could totally be wrong, but just like Mark just said, you go on the website, you can find out right now. I want to say this tank was like 3,800, but we're also talking about 2015. We're talking a few years ago. Things so, have definitely changed yeah, since. Been a lot of change because I want to say the one next to it, I want to say this was in the neighborhood of five. That sounds about right. Yeah, because, I mean, you look, it is a taller stand, so that's going to be With a little With the more, casters. Has the casters on That's an expensive option. You have a 30-inch stand versus a 36-inch stand, I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, or yep. looking at it. I know I was the one that ordered it for you, but uh, <laughs> it's, you know, we go through a lot. So um, that that's going to increase the price a little bit. But the rest of it is pretty similar. Uh, we have the dual overflows on the one versus the single overflow on the other. So... You know, there is going to be a couple things. But, yeah, again, if you are interested, we our pricing is very upfront. And we did that for a reason. Again, we're not trying to sticker shock anybody. We want you to know what you're going to spend. And you can make additions or subtractions as needed. Do I want the ultra clear on just the front? You know, do you need it on the sides? Maybe in your scenario, hey, I really don't need the ultra clear on the sides. I can't really see in there anyway. But if it's going to be in the middle of the room or you got this bigger tank over here that has these larger panels, I want to make sure that every viewing panel has that. And right. again, you say it's $128. That's worth it for me. Otherwise, I want to save a little money. Let's take that off. 
and and spend that money elsewhere. Let's get some better lights. Let's upgrade something else that you could put that money towards. I just always tell people, this is probably going to be one of your last tanks you're buying. I know it's it's like kind of grim to say that sometimes, <laughs> you know. But it's you know if you know the people that are buying a five six hundred gallon aquarium, you know they're not buying another one, in, or at least for a very long time. So. Unless they're a crazy YouTuber. Unless they're, that, crazy, uh, yeah, unless they're in the room like this. But yeah. Uh, and so I just tell people, you know, hey, spend the money now because, again, you're, you don't want to regret it. Again, you're not going to change it once it's once it's set up in your room. So, uh, But it, it just is nice. It, it is expensive. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that, again, that we're the cheapest price out there. But you're going to get the quality that you pay for, and you get those options and customization uh, that you're paying for as well. Well, I know everybody w likes to use uh, Rolls Royce in this scenario, but I, I prefer to use Bentley. You, you don't, if you're somebody that's going to shop for a Bentley, you don't go in there and go, "Wow, those are expensive." You know you they're know. expensive before you go in, and and a custom aquarium from any company is there. You you may be a little shocked if you're completely unclear that they're they're more expensive than what you can buy off the shelf. Uh, what I always tell people because I used to sell these tanks and they would, they would ask me, uh, you know, what do these things cost? When I was selling the, the website was not quite as intuitive, intuitive as right. it is now. It was yes. a little more difficult to get a, an answer as far as pricing goes right now. You can have an answer immediately, yeah. but, but then, uh, you know, it wasn't quite as easy. And, and my response to them would always be, listen, if your number one concern is price, you're probably not looking in the right place. Right. And it's that's a, that can be tough because again, those are you're trying to talk to a consumer that wants to purchase something, and when their first thing is that's too expensive, what what's your response supposed to be? What are you supposed to tell them? <laughs> right. I agree. I wish you know that is a lot, but I can't change that. And my you know, and there's a reason for it. Again, if you're just looking for cheapest price. I'll give you options. I'll show you exactly where you can purchase the cheapest 180 gallon aquarium if that's what your budget is. Because right. again, I'd rather be helpful to you. And then when you are ready for that next tank or you have an issue with that 180 gallon aquarium that you bought used off of Facebook marketplace, <laughs> then you can call me and say, you know, I, I've in six years, I've had multiple stores and customers that have called, gotten a quote. I don't hear back from them for a couple of years and then they call and buy it. And then they'll tell me, <laughs> Hey, Went I went the cheap route. route. Yep. Um, you know, and some ended badly. Some just, some just, they knew that it probably wasn't the best scenario or, you know, or the money wasn't right at the time or they were moving um, and they didn't want to move, you know. So, it, but again, I, we try to be helpful and we're going to be as helpful as possible. But again, people have budgets and I, don't, I you can't fault anybody for having a budget. That's, it is what it is. Yep. There's, and we go back to, there is a place for cheaper mass produced tanks depending on what you're doing with it and what you're expecting out of it too. And all of us fish keepers are always looking for a bargain, but yep. I, I'll tell you, having been to the facility and I wasn't some big famous YouTube person, I still am not, but uh, when I was there, everyone that was there treated me like royalty. It was <laughs> wild. And I, I was talking to Ted about it and he was like, no, this is just normal. No. Like they're not treating you special. This is just how it is. But what I wanted to say is, it, you know, if you're somebody that's in the market for a custom aquarium and you want to justify cost, watch the video that I did on it. I will put a link in the description of this video and also the show notes of the podcast. Watch that video and you will see 
all of the different steps, you'll see that the frames that are made for these tanks, the, the black frame on the top and on the bottom, these are made of metal, which is very different from what most manufacturers do, and they are cut per tank. You'll see the guy whose job it is to make these frames hand assembling these, making them, cutting them to fit that tank perfectly. The lids, the lids are not pulled off of a shelf and just put in the tank. They're cut individually. Why? Because the frames are handmade. So they might be a 32nd of an inch off and the lid needs to be a little bit longer. And they make them specifically for that. When you see all of that, you see the machinery that's involved. That one machine that carries the glass around and big 16 foot wide pieces of glass lays it down and then it cuts, a, it's ridiculous how cool that machinery is. You see all that in the video. You will see why the, the, it's justified for the cost to be what it is. And you have the luxury of getting what you want, exactly what you want. You want that hole drilled an inch over to the right? You can do that. You want 18 holes because you're gonna do weird things, you can do that too. Yeah. So it's it's very easy. I, I wanted to talk to you about something that I did and it, and it just occurred to me while we're sitting here, this occurred to me. If you look in that tank behind you, um, you can see it on camera, which is good. You see that little white pipe sticking down the bottom there? Yep. Or out, out of the back corner? That is a water supply tied into the plumbing in this building. So when I do water changes, I can just turn that on. Nice, yep. Uh, I think that'd be cool to to like install a third return head, yep. whatever you call those. I'm not. We're obviously not going to do that now, but yep. that would be something. And that's the reason why I'm talking about this is because that could be done. Yep. And there could be a bulkhead inside. What I have behind that piece of wood is a the big giant CJ pump mm -hmm. that there's a line that goes around the back. It, it, uh, it goes around the stealth box and then out of the building. Okay. I turn that pump on the tank drains, yep. turn that on. It refills again, but that could all be integrated into the design of the tank. That would be awesome. And that's the kind of stuff that you can do with custom tanks that if you were going to buy it off of the shelf, you're going to pull out one of those glass drills and you're going to wish yourself luck. <laughs> you're going to hope it's not tempered. Uh, yeah. That's been a big thing lately. I guess some of these mass produced ones, they're not labeling which panels tempered or not. It oh. used to be only the bottom, but now people are finding some of the sides, some of the backs, really? some of the fronts are tempered. So they're drilling it and it's you can't drill tempered. Right. So that shatters. Um, back to your yeah, custom hole placement. So a very common thing is to put one halfway down to do water changes. Sure. So, so instead of using a pump like what you're doing, you open up a valve, drain, drain half the tank. Smart. But I do like the idea of having it plumbed back in. I have a similar setup, but mine goes into my sump. So I, I have a saltwater tank, but I have the mixing barrel station going. So I, I still use a siphon tube, still drink nasty water every time I do it. So I'm, like, <laughs> I'm, think, I'm liking this idea of the pump. But um, when I'm ready, I, put, I can hit a button, and hopefully remember to turn on my timer so it turns off. Um, but, and then it fills my sump back up with 25 gallons of water. So nice. it worked, yeah, but I, I should have asked about that earlier, but that makes sense, I, I, it's good. Yeah, the way that works, I, I did a whole video on it actually last week. I've got, um, and this is a, a genius invention. 
they've probably been around forever, but I've never seen them. It's a, a six outlet power strip in the back, but every single one is one has its own yep. switch. So you call them like DJ strips, right? Or something like that. I don't know. Okay, I, yeah. I bought it off the devil's website, yes. which is how I refer to Amazon. But yep. uh, so I just flick the switch to turn the pump on yep. and turn the pumps that are in the sump off. off. Yep. And so it's, I can do as big a water change as I want. I could do a water change down to there if I wanted to yep. and never touch the water. That's I makes life it. easier. Yeah. You, I mean, especially I have one tank and I have a lot of this stuff automated. I couldn't even imagine out here. And so it's, um, that's, you know, it's a big thing. We were talking about the sump where we're going to place the sumps in this big new yep. tank. Right. And there's a couple different options for where you can put it, you know, and there's some convenience factor of one place for storage factor with this other place. But I mean, and you were leaving it up to Lisa because you said this is going to be her. Project. Well, and I'm a smart person. But that's why. we've kind of <laughs> we're we're pushing her to put it in a certain place so it's easier to access. Because again, if you don't have make it easy, you're not going to do it. And yeah. I've I've learned the hard way a few times with placement of tanks, how I set things up. You know, it, if it's not easy to clean the glass, you're not going to do it. If it's right. not easy to change out the socks, you're not going to do it. Filter, you know, canister filters, things like that. You have to make them easy to do. Otherwise, you just don't do it. And then it, you know, instead of being a weekly chore, it turns into a monthly chore. And then that mm -hmm. monthly chore builds up for three weeks. And then it's 10 times worse because you let it go. I say it regularly on my channel, kind of the, the reverse of what you said, but it's the exact same concept. The easier you make something, the more you'll do it. Yep. So like that tank that we were just talking about, that water changing system, that tank has had more water changes in the last two weeks than it's had since I bought it. Because you made it since easy I got to do it. it. I mean, because it's so easy. I don't even have to think about it. And when Mark from Aquariums Unlimited was here, he was like, oh, you should get this system and that system and it could do it all for you. I don't want to do that. Yeah. I don't want to be away because I'll tell you a funny story. When I first installed that, the drain that is from the CJ pump that goes straight out the wall, I had nothing in between and didn't realize that because it goes down the wall, that even when I turned it off, it was going to continue siphon. to siphon. Yep. So I got everything all buttoned up and I started walking back to the house and water still shooting out of the building. Yeah, I had to figure out that I had to put a ball valve on there. No big deal. But that's the kind of thing. Something like that happens and you're not around. Then Learn, yeah. you Learn the same thing. I uh, pump water from one room to another and yep it just kept going and i'm like what so you know <laughs> i i put a check valve on it you know and now that you know but again i don't you know i can do it while i'm away but i really try not to because again it you can make things easy but you can overcomplicate them too by make trying to make them easy just like you said there's people that have automatic water changes they right. use apex or hydro systems to do that and it's great when it works not no fault to them but it's electronics. Mm -hmm. There's there's float valves. There's things. If one turns off, one doesn't. You could have some major problems. And so again, I you know, I, I have gotten to the point that I have to have three safety checks. Though I have to have a toggle switch. I have to have, and then I put everything on a manual timer. You know, on my phone. That and then something, and then I put them on a um, like an Amazon outlet on right. a timer, so that even if I for because I I forgot a few times. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, so that automatically turns it off. The check valve should stop it. And then having that toggle switch to turn it off when I'm when I'm not there. And again, it it goes back to the thought that, yeah, I'm trying to make my life easier by doing this. Right. But it, 
that easy thing is creating three more problems that I wouldn't have if I just used a bucket in a siphon tube. Right. So <laughs> yep. it, again, you got to look at you got to look at all all things that you're affecting by trying to do those things and make it easier right. for you too. One of the things that I originally was part of my plan and I still will add this at some point. Um, I was going to put a uh, an additional drain in the seamless sump, mm-hmm. uh, probably in the actual sump, resi- f- w- w- the tub. No, what is it called? The Where the pumps go and the... We call it the baffle tub. The baffle tub. That's yep. the one. That's what yep. I was looking for. Probably in there, put another drain in there specifically for the, oops, I forgot to turn the water off and it overflowed. Yep. Um, connect that to the same drain yep. that's outside. And that way, when I am refilling, because I've done it a million times, you've probably done it. And let me tell you how many times Lisa has done it, where you're filling up a tank and then all of a sudden you're, you're distracted squirrel, by something. Right? Yeah. Well, right. Fi- squirrel. Fish, yeah. fish, I guess we should say, right? <laughs> fish. Yeah. yeah but. And then the tank overflows and then your husband yells at you and has, cause he has to go to the shed and get the shop back and yes. all of that. But, but that's a good idea. Yeah. I, I've actually seen that before in, you know, with sumps is yeah. Put a, put one up higher so that yep. especially the people that are doing these automatic water changes. Cause again, you're relying on one pump to take water out, but then another pump to put water in. If one isn't working, right. You can, you know, it's almost, I don't know which way is better. Do you want to take more water out or put more water in, but to have that extra set, that's a great safety factor to put in there. Um, I won't, shouldn't admit on camera, but I mean, I've drilled a seamless sump while the tank is running. It's oh. about the only one that I've ever, you know, I wouldn't do it with acrylic. I wouldn't do it with glass, but I mean, right. you, can, you can take a regular hole saw, put in a bulkhead and be done. So you shouldn't have to, uh, do any major, uh, construction to, to make that happen. But I, it is a good idea, especially if you are doing these kind of automated thing where yep. you have water coming in that if you forget could cause more issues. But what started this whole conversation off was the fact that, you know, if I was, and, and it was too late for this, I came up with this idea, uh, I don't know, a month ago, and, and I did it, just did it right away. If I had thought about it, because I told Lisa I'm putting one on this new tank too, mm-hmm. same, same deal. Yep. And, you know, if I had thought about it, it would have been cool to get that third uh, return in there. But, you know, I'm not going to drill it. So don't even bring it up. I'm not doing it. Uh, I mean, it's your tank. You can do it. Well too, it's too risky for yeah. me. But um, but that would be cool to not only a way to take the water out, but also. And I like the idea of the the drain halfway down. I think that's pretty slick. Yeah. And I've seen that done before. Yeah. Um, my purpose for not doing that, though, was I wanted that pump down at the bottom to suck up some of that detritus and all of that stuff. Yeah. Which obviously it doesn't really do. But, yeah. you anyway. know, so. I wrote back to this one real quick in this, whether you want to include it, but so you have a pump behind there. It's behind that piece of wood. Yep. Yeah. It pumps up and then what you put a ball valve on it so that you close that ball valve, to right? Stop it from siphoning. Yeah. Okay. So what I did, because I didn't want to rely on a ball valve is take a T have a little bit of water. So put your T behind here somewhere where it's going to blow a little bit of water out, right? Same as what the siphon stoppers are doing. It's going to blow a little water out, but as soon as you turn that off, it's going to, air is going to get back in and it's going to stop it from going in. Oh, so you don't have okay. to worry about that. You could leave the ball valve on there too, you know, but if you wanted to similar to what that, um, that T piece that we sent you, right, right, it'd right. be similar to that. So again, it's going to spray a little bit of water out. It's kind of like people drill a hole in their returns, you know, so it's a similar process, but it's one less safe, you know, cause if you forget 
and it's one less thing you got to do. Right. Something to think about. Yeah. And, and the beautiful thing is when you go with custom, whatever brand, I would suggest you go with custom aquariums. Uh, and I wonder why I would say that <laughs> half of my fish house is full of their tanks. Um, you have that flexibility and, and that's awesome. One of the, we're going to completely shift gears here. Yeah. <laughs> One of the questions that I came up with before, uh, wh while we were talking is something I talked with Ted about when I was there in 2019, I, you saw my beta system that mm -hmm. I have in there, Lisa's yep. beta system. Yep. I was talking with Ted about perhaps building something like that out of glass. Yep. And he was like, no, <laughs> that just doesn't make sense. And I, and I was talking to him then, I'll talk to you now about what is the smallest tanks that you see regularly you're building there? I mean... Yeah, I mean, what's the smallest we've done or what's the smallest we regularly see? I mean... A common small size that, that you would see. Because I automatically, when I think about a custom aquarium, I automatically think big. I think yeah. 250 and above. But our, our bread and butter is, yeah, the 200 to 400 gallon tanks. Because couple of factors a people that are buying two to four hundred gallon tanks are willing to spend money we talked about money it's going to be more expensive two most of the mass manufacturers have stopped selling anything over 125 gallons so there's less places to purchase those size tanks um, but then three um, again it goes back to money people just aren't buying a 75 gallon tank from us because they can go buy a 75 gallon tank at petco uh, but yeah, we 200 bucks <laughs> i'll tell you that we regularly do get orders for small tanks a 12 by 8 by 8 because somebody wants that specific size and we went before right someone's either had a tank before they're trying to replace it because they they want better quality or they need something specific they want a 12 by 8 by 8 and they're going to have to build it themselves or order it, and they're willing to pay the money to do that. It's going to cost them, and, they're, <laughs> and they have to pay shipping on it because we you know we do free shipping, but that's over four thousand dollars. So right. that's not a four thousand dollars. Look, you know, I'd love to sell it to them for four thousand, but you know that's not going to happen. But <laughs> you know, so I would say our regular small size tanks are still going to be in the seventy-five to hundred gallons. That's okay. you know, and we have partially because we have like package specials that we kind of give some discounts on buying those size tanks. But again, it, it comes down to cost and what people specifically want, but anything under a 50 gallon tank, you know, I've ordered, I, I personally have like a, a 55 gallon tank that, you know, from us, it's a rimless tank, it's a reef tank, but I wanted specific size. Um, I wanted it 42 inches because I, I wanted it on a 48 inch stand but I wanted a shelf around it because I'm always putting the fish food and mm -hmm. the testing materials and all this stuff. And you know what? They'd end up on the kitchen counter. They ended yep. up in the bedroom for some reason, you know, and it's just like, so I wanted, I wanted a 42 inch long. So I would have some space on each side of a 48 inch stand. And then I built, had the stand built a little bit bigger too in the front. So I have a lip on the front and you know what? might not look the best all the time, but everything is right there. And I don't get, no one complains because fish food gets left in other rooms. <laughs> right. Testing materials are all sitting right there. So um, again, and that was something that I, no one else at that time, that's how I even started with this company. I was looking for a custom size tank and I looked at a couple different manufacturers and they were the one I was going to go with. And then they had a job opening. So, wow. Yeah. How about it, that? Yeah. That's interesting how that works. Yeah. Uh, I had a conversation with a, another former 
custom aquarium manufacturer, Brett Raymer. Okay. Yep. And I and I asked him, uh, you know, what is your favorite tank that you ever did? And I, I don't know if you're familiar with with Brett and Wade's work, but they did a. Uh, it was that church tank. It was like IBOC Church or something like that. It's like with the arches. Yep. Yeah. It's yep. like seventy feet wide. It's ridiculous. Now, that's acrylic. It's not going to be made something made out of glass. Uh, but I wanted to ask you about the, you know, we talk about the smallest. I want to talk about the biggest. While I was there, there was one being built, which was, <laughs> it made me drool. Yeah. I want to say it was like 12 by four by six, like six feet deep, four feet tall. It was something outrageous it was 12, like that. Yeah. It was 12 by six by three foot tall. Is that what it was? Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So we... That would be the largest footprint tank that we would do in a rectangle. Okay. Um, we do go up to 48 inches, but we would have a max length of eight feet. Okay. So we can go taller on, but just the three quarter inch glass is the biggest that we work with. Um, there's limitations, at, you know, to the pressure. You're anything bigger than that, you're going to probably go acrylic. It's just big it's physics. I mean, there's right. just you know, you only can brace it so much, and the glass only has so much capacity. But the one that you're talking about, yeah, would have been. 12 foot long, six foot wide, three foot tall is built for sharks. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was so much fun. It was in the stage where she was doing the interior silicone mm -hmm. and the silicone beads. <laughs> it was like a whole tube of silicone would do like two feet. Yep. I was like, Whoa. Yep. <laughs> uh, and it smelled real good too. Yeah, but, I was doing yeah. that. You were uh, just happy because the silicone yeah, it's, it's I mean, inhaling the, uh, the fumes. But it was it was fascinating watching her do that and, and seeing the sheer size of that and then thinking about, I mean, I know I worried about that tank getting it in here because yep. we had to turn it on its turn, side, yeah. which was terrifying. <laughs> but me and, and Mark and his two guys, uh, Greg was one of them, and again, the name of the, the fourth guy escapes me. The four of us got it, no problem. It wasn't was not as nearly as hard as I thought it was going to be. Yep. But to transport a 12 no way i yeah. can't no, like, you need machinery at that point you yeah know, and you know speaking of bringing it through the door you'll be amazed at how many people forget to measure before they order or they think about it afterwards i that doesn't surprise me um so i'm glad that you did i think we talked about it before and we're like yep you're gonna have to turn on its side that's i mean it unless you want to go smaller which we didn't so well i mean i we we did go smaller because what was the initial i originally when when lisa first had this idea it was originally going to be five by five that's right and then like what i originally the dream would have been five by five by three um but that just it, it wouldn't fit in the budget i mean that just wouldn't work yeah so uh, four by four by 30 is still plenty dramatic and and still huge impact yeah but the five by five by three would have barely fit through the that door on the side because the door opening is 38 inches. Mm. That tank, my my 360, uh, we struggled getting that in here because we got like that much room on each side. Right, and as you know, and just for people, if they are ever looking at purchasing from us, you know, we're gonna measure by the glass size. So this is eight foot, right? Yep. So it's eight foot glass to glass, but then you have the frame on there. So, mm -hmm. and we put this on, you know, we're, we tell people, cause again, same thing, you gotta measure, right? Someone tells me they have a 32 inch door. 
you're like, okay, well, you could get by the 30 inch because you're going to add an inch and a half, but now you're only at a half an inch of wiggle room. Right. Do you really want, you know, it's that's scary. Maybe let's go to 29 just so that you have that extra. And that's the great part. I can't tell how many times we talked about before people ordering specific things. Well, they had a tank in a specific area. The mass produced one was 72 right on the money, right? Well, ours is going to be 72 and three quarters. So do you, you know, do you need to shrink it down a little bit to make sure that it's going to fit what that space was that you had it before, whether it's built into a wall or they had a specific spot for it. So something to consider, we, we do measure it by the glass, not necessarily the overall of the frame of it. But right. again, we will work with people. And again, when we talked about this, the door was the concern. Hey, got to flip it on its side. I try to tell people that just so they're aware and they don't get it. And they're like, how do I? I've had people that have called me and said, I can't fit it in my house. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> well, it's four foot wide. And I only have a, you know, and I'm like, well, how tall is the tank? It's only 24 inches. Flip it on its and side. Like, oh, I'll call you back. <laughs> <laughs> Ten minutes later. Hey, got it. You know, I get a picture. I got it in the door. Okay, good. Yeah. So. You want to hear a funny story that happened to me live on YouTube with Ted Judy. Going through a door. No, oh. we talking about this. Oh, okay, gotcha. Because at my the house we moved out of when we moved down here, I had that 360 and it was in one spot the entire time we had it. Yep. In the garage. And I we were moving our fish room down into the basement and I was telling him we were live on YouTube. <laughs> we probably had 3 or 400 people watching and I was like, I don't think I can do it though because in my basement you've got to go down a stairwell. And then um, the, it's a double door, but only one side of it opens. So it's only a 30-inch opening. And, and I, you know, the tank's 36. Yeah. And Ted, I, I think this is how it went, but on YouTube, Ted just went. Yep. I can just see him doing <laughs> that, too. And then I was like, oh, that would work. <laughs> but we never ended up doing it. We moved uh, this one. We didn't have this one yet. Okay. We moved this one down. Because uh, this was the first, and then the 360, and then uh, the the yellow lab tank. So that one never went down, but the original 240 went down, and that was a bear to get up and down the stairs. Um, yeah, I don't, you know, I'm not, I don't envy people that move tanks. I talk to these stores, and they're ordering these big tanks, and I'm, you know, I just tell, I, I don't envy the, the, this part of the process, and it's not fun. I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna try to sugarcoat right. it. It's not, you know, people always say, oh, acrylic tanks are lighter. Sure, when you're moving it, acrylic tank might be a little bit lighter, but you're hopefully only moving it once, right? right? <laughs> so make it easy. We rent the suction cups, you know, and that makes it, that can help. What a um, huge difference that makes. Yeah, it's, it's. You know, these stores or installation companies that I tell them about, they're like, what are you talking about? And then they rent them. They're like, yeah, I just bought some. Like, it's not, yep. I'm, I'll never move. I, I won't move anything over like a 50 gallon tank without Me too. them. Cause it's, you smash your fingers, yep. you drop them, you do, you're worried about it. You're work, you know, half the time you're not working with somebody that even knows fish tanks. I mean, you've, you've yep. got friends, I'm sure that, you know, they've learned over the years, but I got to call a buddy to come help me move something. I don't want them to have to think about, they can't pull on the glass. They can't do this. They can't do that. Hey, there's a handle right here. All <laughs> you got to do is lift on that and get it into the car and don't bang on anything on the way in. Will, will you, I, I just thought of this, like we're friends so you probably would for me but if a customer called you and said i have to move my tank can i just rent the suction cups yes we do should they do yeah that? We, yep yep okay. you'll pay so when you rent them with a tank they ship for free in the crate right if you call me tomorrow and said hey i need to get this you're going to pay for shipping 
and then the return shipping is built into you know so it's like you know for six cups i'm quoting here it's 450 dollars, right that includes a label that comes that ships them back to us and then you get 400 bucks back so you're you're paid 30 bucks or whatever whatever works out to be the rental fee again all the prices are online so don't quote me on these things but you're getting that return label we're shipping with the tank it doesn't cost us anything extra we're not going to charge you for it but if you say hey i'm moving tomorrow and i need to rent eight cups you're going to pay for the shipping to you and then it comes with that label to ship them back gotcha and it's amazing how many people end up just keeping the cups uh because our well our deposit is to purchase them right so if i shouldn't say this because because we have to purchase we're purchasing so many new cups because of how many people are like you know what i just want to keep them okay i'm one of those people yeah because again (laughs) if you ever are moving tanks they are they are a game changer they they definitely are you know i i showed mark and the guys this uh when they were here helping me what they was like whoa okay it's it's a simple thing but i again audio listeners aren't going to be able to see this i can't you know we can turn our hands around if we're gonna carry things. I can't turn this hand. I, I broke this arm when I was 15. Okay. The bones are now the same length instead of one being longer than the other. That's as far as I can turn my arm. So I can't carry tanks like this. Yep. But I can put that suction cup up straight up and down. Yep. And, and I can carry it no problem. Makes sense. Or I can hold it like this. I can carry an aquarium with my hands like this. That's, uh, that is a, a really big benefit for me. So yeah, when I rented those, I rented them when I got the 360. And Mark messaged me like a month later and was like, are you ever going to send those back? And I said, uh, and uh, I ended up keeping them yep. because, yeah, I, I, you know, for people, again, in the situation, you have one tank, you're moving it once. It's a perfect scenario, right? Don't need to spend the money on buying them, right? Use them, ship them back. But again, anybody that has multiple tanks or knows they're going to be moving, it's a nice thing to have. So uh, they are a life changer. And, and just like you said, if it's over, for me, I'm at about 75. If it's a 75 or larger, get the suction cups out. I got them right there under yep. the 360. Yep. It's real yep. easy to do, and uh, they will change your life. And they will make somebody who can't carry an aquarium able to carry it's it. It's true. No, because, again, you're not – you know, that's the thing. It's it's usually getting your fingers underneath, mm-hmm. right? And that's where – or and then setting – another problem, it's getting it – underneath and then it's setting it on the stand right right who's gonna like you're like all right it's not one two three drop because you're nope. you're dealing with the tank <laughs> right and so it's it's me or you that's gonna smash your fingers like yep and you just got to decide at some point who's gonna do it that's so right that's uh again you learn you learn the hard way and then you figure it out and make make your life easier by by getting those i have told lisa i will be buried in the backyard of this house i will never move these tanks again it is the worst thing that anybody can do moving aquariums it's the most exciting thing ever yep but it's the worst especially when you live out in the middle of nowhere and you don't know anybody that lives here <laughs> yep but sometimes you're lucky and you have friends that live an hour away that are They'll willing come to come out. here so yep. um wow we've we've covered quite a bit here this has been a lot of fun i came into this conversation saying i don't know what we're going to talk about we'll just Turn the cameras on and see what happens. And this turned out to be fun. Good. Yeah. I was hoping for a script so I wouldn't be too uh, <laughs> just rambling on. But no, I think, no, it was good. I'm glad we got to uh, discuss some of our trials and tribulations. And, and tell everybody the, the, not your direct contact information because they don't need that. But how do they, you know, contact custom aquariums and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. It should be simple. Yeah. Like you said, customaquariums.com. It's the 
Custom Aquariums with an S.com. Um, that's the easiest. We're on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, whatever you want to do. There's lots of content on there, lots of good pictures, examples. People all the time ask me for, you know, how's this going to look? Hey, again, <laughs> we've really strived in the past couple of years to get as many customer photos and pictures and videos and things like that. And I was telling John, too, you know, that's why I like to visit places so that I can see them. I can yep. take some of my own pictures. I can share them with the team. You know, not everybody, you know, we have our manufacturing team doesn't get to get out and see some of this stuff. So it's good to show them what we have out there and what their labor intensive work has, has produced years, months down the road uh, from people getting these tanks and enclosures and setups that we, that we make. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. It's not hard to find anything to do with, with custom aquariums. They're everywhere. Uh, I will of course put links for everything in the description of this and also several videos in the near future because Lisa's project is going to be probably five or six videos for that new tank that I'm, just got delivered last yeah, week. Yeah, I, you know, I'm happy I'm seeing it now, but there may be a trip back <laughs> nice. to see it once it's done because I'm pretty excited, especially after how excited she is, mm -hmm. the plan she has for it, and what it's going to turn out to be. The videos are great, but getting to see it in person. Oh yeah, it's a gonna, different thing. It's going to be pretty cool. And her plan with that tank is dramatic. Yeah. I can't wait to show everybody i can't wait to see it myself yeah no i, I mean every, everyone's excited about it and that's what gets me excited too yes you know, it's yeah. going to be very cool yeah. hopefully it is something that uh is, is plastered on the home page of your website that's how nice it looks we'll, we'll have we'll, to see, we'll see, see what we can do see i can campaign can't i yeah. <laughs> but listen this has been a lot of fun i i really appreciate you you know you were coming for the visit but then uh, sitting down and, and do, talking to me for an hour on here. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. I, I appreciate it very much. And, you know, don't be surprised if you do come back uh, that I ask you to do it again. I'll do a follow-up. We can do that. No, I appreciate, I appreciate what you do for us. We appreciate the, you know, the content that you produce. It's always fun, again, to see what you have going on, seeing our tanks out in the wild, up in action. You've helped us with, you know, giving us feedback and things like that. So again, it's, it's appreciative. I'm glad that you uh, invited me out here to check things out. Awesome. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Thank you very much. Thank all of you for watching and uh, we'll see you next time. Fancy ending. Usually I have Lisa do it, but she's not here. So. <laughs> <laughs>